E-S-N-Y. Everything is just great right now. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because you're kind of in the hot spot. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't even get the option to work from home. I have to go into the office every day. I spend over an hour of my day on the New York City subway during a viral pandemic. So I am living life. Well, I work with the elderly. So, you know, I I can't be around them. Um, just oh, in case. Yeah, that's probably more important. That's probably more important. <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, things are just getting weird. It's weird. And, you know, here I am, your uh, friendly neighborhood germaphobe, and I'm just, I'm, I'm living, guys. I'm still here. Are you, are you self-isolating? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, I'm, I haven't, I left the apartment for the first time in three days today. I have not been out of my apartment. <laughs> Honestly, that's the smart thing to do. That's the smart thing to be doing right now. So my coworker brought over my my office phone. So I've got an office set up in here. You know, um, basically, I'm I've been watching a lot of old Yankee games, which we can talk more about later. But yeah, it's it's been very peculiar. But as soon as I got back, I was like, "There's no way. Like, I can't go into the office. I can't risk getting getting anyone else sick, even if I don't have it." So, you know, good. Good for you. You're better than Florida. I was in Florida and nobody was freaking out. Let's say that. <laughs> All right. Let's figure out what episode this is. I think it's 48. I think so, it too. Is. Yes. This is episode 48 of the Bleacher Creatures podcast presented by Elite Sports New York. It's the no baseball edition. Um, I'm not sure if this one is brought to us by Rivercrest NYC because currently they're not allowed to be open. So... <laughs> So maybe this one is brought to you by the comfort of our own homes. How's that? That is that is a good good backup. Uh, also brought to you by Crossing Broad and Warwick Gaming. It's been two weeks and they still own our souls. So, yeah, well, there we go. We just gotta, you know what? We just gotta get used to it. Is it right around the same time that the coronavirus pandemic started? Because interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very 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 inconvenient for them to acquire a sports website. Right before all the sports stopped. Hmm. But we love them anyway. It was bad timing, but we love them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to think about that one now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, here we are um, on a sports podcast with no sports to talk about. I mean, like, what? <laughs> I have exactly two things on my docket today. One is how the Yankees are dealing with the coronavirus. And mm -hmm. two is the Yankees accidentally called Phil Hughes really old and he didn't like it. I mean, 33 is not really, really old. 
But I mean, no, it's not at all. But they, it was an accident, I'm sure. But no, well, let's start with that because at least that's fun. And I'm kind of tired of talking about coronavirus. Yeah, same. Okay, let's go. Phil Hughes, one of our favorite guys from 2009, and obviously years before that too. But love Phil Hughes, great guy. Gets a letter from the Yankees inviting him to Old Timers Day, and Oof. he made sure, made sure that they knew he was 33 years old. Oh, yikes! <laughs> Getting invited to Old Timers Day at 33, yikes! That's a bad I look mean, for Phil. When I was a kid. I remember watching Old Timers Day, and it would be the freaking legends, like 80-year-old guys. I mean, freaking Mickey Rivers is out there, you know, running around. I just – and you can just imagine Phil Hughes out there with them. Phil Hughes is about to go out there and throw gas. <laughs> He's going to be like, screw this. I don't need to throw 25-mile-an-hour pitches. Let me throw my 90-mile-an-hour uh, fastballs and see if they can still hit. Yeah, Mo did it when he played an old timers day. He just walked up with the cutter and everyone was like, you know what? I kind of think Mo could still close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he definitely could. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's very entertaining. I'm very glad that they sent that letter to Phil Hughes because Phil Hughes, of all people, would, of course, have that reaction. And he would make it absolutely public because Phil Hughes got a Phil Hughes, you know, Phil Hughes got to get that content out. We're not we're not ruling out a return for Phil Hughes either. I mean, he's right. 33. He's got like seven good years of baseball left in him. He's just not playing right now. I think it's premature to call him an old timer. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I think uh, there's there's definitely a few more old timers out there that probably could get a chance before Phil Hughes. I got I mean, it's what it is what it is. He's got the card pulling thing. He's got to get that content out. This is just good content for Phil. That is what it is what it is. He's got a kid now, too. So, I mean, he's he's busy. He's living the life after baseball. I mean, but like you said, I wouldn't count out a potential return from him. Like, I felt like he could have still played. So, you know what? Maybe this will be his tryout. Go to Old Timers Day. Pump gas out there. You know, maybe show off the bat a little bit, too. Maybe a national some NL team. teams interested. Yeah, absolutely. So you know what? Old timers day equals tryout day for Phil Hughes. Maybe he can spin that around and kind of look at it in a positive light instead of, oh my God, they think I'm old. I'll tell you what, I would pay good money to go to old timers day this year and see Phil Hughes blow 90 past Reggie Jackson. Just like Reggie, I mean, Reggie's one of the greatest hitters of all time, but are we going to act like him at his advanced age really has a shot against 90 from a 33 year old? I don't think so. Phil's got all that about, life on it still. All about location. You know that. Yeah, get him working with Matt Blake for a couple weeks. He's going to be reliever of the year. Wouldn't that be a comeback story? And if that doesn't win comeback player of the year, like this whole sport is screwed. Not like it is already, but like even worse. Are we even going to have a comeback player of the year? Like, is 2020's comeback player of the year just going to be everybody? Because nobody played last say, year. Is everyone, is everyone eligible for comeback player of the year in that case? Because obviously bad. they're all missing I, the first half. Pretty I'm much. Not a, I'm not in a good place, Allison. I'm not in a good place. You just think the, I'm the, in a good place? No, what did we're I both in you? a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> we're, both in, we're both neck deep in shit right now, Allison. <laughs> So, yeah, sorry. I'm just, I get super irritated. Germaphobe Allison, I told you, bad person to be around. And she's back. She's back in full force. And Oh, yeah, we learned that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, things are, things are not good. And you know what? I will tell you, 
I went down to Tampa. I traveled to Tampa. Yes, tell us about that experience. Well, I took a plane, uh, flew through JFK. Great move on our part. Great move, for sure. Um, <laughs> Flying through JFK? Yeah. No one has ever said great move to fly through JFK. No one it's has ever said that in the sarcasm. history of ever. <laughs> Do you know what sarcasm is? Do you know? I, I don't know anything without baseball, Allison. I don't know anything. All right. It was sarcasm. Um, so flew through JFK, got down to uh, actually flew into Sarasota, technically, you know, spent a few days on the beach and um, went to uh, Yankees versus Orioles game down in Sarasota, which ended in a 5-5 tie. It was a split squad game. So unfortunately, we didn't really get to see everyone, but got to see GJ LeMayhew, Luke Voigt. Glaber Torres. Um, we got to see Thomas Malone hit a home run. Like, who? But it was kind of funny. <laughs> and Chris Davis got on base three times. So, really, they should have just canceled the season right there. Well, they kind of did cancel the season right there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, ooh, yikes. Do you think that was why? Is, is Chris Davis the 2020 MVP? Is Chris Davis... Was he infected with the coronavirus, and instead of weakening him, it made him stronger? I'm going to be honest. I don't think that's how doctor stuff works. Medicine, mm -hmm. viruses, I just, I'm pretty sure but it's not how it works. here's my question. Here's my question. Do you know how it works? You, no, you say you think not. you don't know how it works, but you also don't know how it works. So, therefore, that could be the case. Chris Davis was the start of all of this coronavirus pandemic, and he literally got stronger. Confirmed. Confirmed. Okay. Confirmed. Um, 2020 MVP. So, so we're about 10 minutes in now, and we're at Chris Davis as the 2020 MVP because he has coronavirus. Okay. Yeah, I, th I think this works. You said we couldn't do a long episode because we didn't have enough tangents. Well, here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> we um, Honestly, we don't have enough tangents. We usually go a full hour, and now we're talking about, oh, there's no baseball, so what the hell are we going to talk about? Maybe we go half an hour, and now it's like, oh, what the hell are we going to talk about now? <laughs> so I did go to that game. Like I said, split squad game. I went with my parents. Uh, when we got there, they were like, yeah, there's no individual. There's no three seats together. There's not even two seats together. There's one. One seat around all, all around. So my parents are like, oh, we can just do standing room only. And I look at them. I'm like, um, can I please have a seat? <laughs> so, no, I would not do that. I can't do standing room only. Nope. Somebody, one of my friends wanted me to go with them to um, a playoff game in 2018. It was so last minute. And it was against the Red Sox. And it was like $120 for standing room only. And I was mm -hmm. like, I would love, love to go to this game. But if you tell me that I have to stand up for a Yankees-Red Sox game, we know it's going to last at least four hours. I have to be standing the entire time. It's just not going to happen. It's just not in the bag. Absolutely. Yankees-Red Sox, for sure. Um, obviously, this was a spring training game. So it probably wouldn't be as bad. But I, was, I literally looked at my parents. I was like, I would like a seat. And they're like, oh, okay. So I sat by myself, right? I go mm -hmm. up, I sit down in between like these, you know, these older people that are just, just there to enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the game and stuff. And this guy next to me looks at me and he goes, you must be a huge baseball fan if you're here all by yourself sitting with all of us strange people. And I was like, uh, yeah, I just want to see DJ LeMahieu. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. What do you mean strange people? 
And that's what he said. Strange people. I mean, they are strangers. <laughs> why, Maybe that's why is what he's he saying. Why is he identifying them? They're all identifying as strange people to the stranger that they're just meeting right now. Why would you do that? I'm not really sure. And I didn't really think about it until right now. And now I'm a little scared. So, um, I don't, yeah, I'm worried. Now I'm worried. Thanks. Thanks. I, I didn't mean to worry you. They're going to follow the podcast now. Everything's going to be fine. Well, I know where they're from. They're from Ottawa. Um, so they were from up north. And uh, I, that wasn't a Canadian accent. It was just I was, me. Yeah, that was a really bad Canadian accent if it was. <laughs> well, Devin, I'm terrible at accents. It wasn't an no, accent. You nailed the Minnesota one a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And I, I tell you, the only reason I nailed that is, have you ever seen or heard the skit with uh, Nick Swardson, I think? Do you know who he is? I do not. All right. I'm going to send you the link after, but basically he's a huge Vikings fan and he became friends with Aaron Rodgers for some reason. They like wanted to meet each other and stuff. And he's like, I don't want to meet him because I know he's going to be the nicest person in the world. And then I'm going to actually like him. And then he did like this whole bit where he was out to dinner with him. And there was a lady from Minnesota (laughs) or from Green Bay um, (laughs) who came came up to them and started talking and he did the accent. And that's why I can do that type of accent i don't know why i do know why i just explained it i can't think (laughs) anyway going back to this whole debacle so i'm sitting next to these strangers and watching the game you know they're all obviously orioles fans so they're like woo baltimore and i'm like oh too bad you guys are in last place every year um but, you know, watching silently, tweeting as well. And these two guys behind me, these, um, I, I would say they're probably in their, like, mid-70s, sitting there with their scorebooks and stuff. So they're, you know, keeping score and keeping track of all the pitches. And they're talking to each other. They go, hey, hey, Dave. That's also not a weird accent. It's just how they sounded. Um, <laughs> they're like, Dave, what's up with Gary Sanchez? And I'm like, oh, I know he's out till Friday. So I'm, like, sitting there trying not to say anything. Because I don't want to seem strange, which apparently I could have because they're all strange. And B, I didn't want to act like I was eavesdropping. So they're like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sure what's going on with him. And I'm like, he's out till Friday. And <laughs> they, they just kept talking. They're like, yeah, I heard he might be hurt. They're not really sure. And I'm like, Friday. Like, just, just trying to whisper to them. And then finally, they... They just like said something not ignorant, but they were just kind of like, oh, well, I'm sure he's fine. You know, he's such a good hitter. And I was like, actually, he's struggling right now, but he's out till Friday. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. So who the hell is this person intruding on our conversation? I should have interviewed all of them. I should have done one of those things where you go around and ask how they spell, you know, someone's last name or something. Um, and then also the kid on the other side of me was with his parents, was just like, yeah, go baseball. And he thought every player that came up to bat was Chris Davis. So every player that was up to bat, it was like Renato Nunez, I think it was. And he's like, yeah, Chris. And his dad's like, nope, that, that's not Chris. And he goes, well, what's his name? He's like, Renato. And he goes, yeah Chris <laughs> can't pronounce it um so it was very entertaining and then I was supposed to go to a game on uh Friday night and literally Thursday night they're like oh yep shut down everything so I missed an opportunity to meet up with Vivalo 
Um, missed an opportunity to meet some Twitter followers too, and obviously missed an opportunity to see some uh, pretty good baseball. But what you gonna do, James? What you gonna do? I don't know. See, this is why we can't have these conversations now because you were just, I mean, you were just talking about just being at the ballpark, talking to the people, some adorable kid, maybe at his first baseball game, thinks everybody's Chris Davis. He's just having a grand old time. And now we just have nothing. Yeah. We got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you crying about losing I... baseball? Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> oh, no. But it's also the little kid, and you were talking about the ballpark, and I just realized I shouldn't have said anything. I'm sorry, James. Well, no. That was a good story. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, <laughs> and the same guy was at our hotel this year, the one I got the autograph for his grandson <laughs> last See, year. That's, I was just about to bring that story up. Like You yeah. just have all these great baseball stories. Yeah. And now, we're yeah. Just, now it's just sad. I'm sorry. But yeah, the same guy was there. It was so funny, except he didn't remember me. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but still, the story is still great. I love it. I'm always going to share that story. That's awesome. It's just, just, sir, I, like, I'm really sorry you're on a podcast. <laughs> hey, Sonny, um, I just put you on a podcast. You should listen. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Sonny, I'm, I'm having quite a day with this little Sonny Gray debate yeah. we have going on on twitter because yeah. yeah, yeah. you are watching some of the older games you're mm -hmm. watching are you still watching game four of 2017 well game five and right now or yeah game four yeah game four um yes but no because i was watching it on my laptop and i had it plugged into the tv so obviously uh, i could you know watch it on the big screen real show but um yeah so i i paused i was actually in the fourth inning like i told you and Sonny Gray, freaking four strong innings of work. I, listen, guys, I don't think anyone realizes how valuable so many of those guys were on the 2017 postseason team. You got Sonny Gray, Didi Gregorius. Hello, the entire Cleveland Indian series in the ALDS. He was clutch. And Todd Frazier, like, obviously some kind of voodoo magic work in there because his hits were ridiculous, like blue pits and just that home run he hit at Yankee Stadium game three, I think it was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the pretty, one he just, like, scraped over and he was yeah, on one knee when he hit it over. Pretty insane stuff. Um, but, yes, and then earlier today I watched the um, – 2001 World Series uh, game. It must have been game five. It was the Mr. November game, or was that game four? I do not remember. No, they tied the series up, so it was game four. Um, yeah. Right? Yes. Hmm. Yes, game four. I can see, I can see the mental gymnastics going on in your head right now. We are not a math podcast. I feel like that's going to be in our new intro. We are not a, not a math podcast. podcast. I actually, um, I did, the, I did the math on what we were trying to figure out uh, a couple weeks ago of how much of the season we were going to be missing or yeah. whatever it was with um, when YouTube TV dropped the Yes Network. Yeah. And you were right. It was 13%. So yes. you're the math side of this podcast now. Whenever we have to talk about numbers, I'm going right to you. Thanks, Mrs. Knight. She was my eighth grade math teacher. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was watching the Mr. November game. And, you know, when I was a kid, I was in fourth grade at the time. I'm going to share my age, I guess. 
Um, I was in fourth grade at the time, couldn't really stay up for those games and stuff. So watching it back and like being able to watch the entire game was pretty incredible. Um, just to see all the things I missed. I missed that team. I missed those players like T- Tino Martinez, just clutch. I, I love it. I love it. It was so much fun to watch. My best friend's dog was named after Tino Martinez. Was Great he named dog. Tino? Yep. That's a good name. I like that. Hmm. Maybe I'll name my next cat Tino or Tina. Well, nobody's going to know it's after Tino Martinez if you name it Tina. That's just but a weird I name will. for a cat. Okay, that's fair. Actually, my grandmother's cat's name was Tina, so. That's, Allison, that's a boring cat name. That's just a normal name. Uh- her real name was Valentina. Oh, there you go. That's the yeah, full. Yeah. Okay, you had a nickname in there. Well, yeah. I mean, it was given to her. We got the cat from a shelter, obviously, and it oh, was naturally. So we didn't want to confuse her. Um, but yeah, it was pretty incredible. And I think the most exciting thing was watching Derek Jeter's final at bat that game because, you know, Derek Jeter's great. We love Derek Jeter. We're a pro Derek Jeter podcast. Um, hard to find an anti Derek Jeter podcast in New York. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but uh, basically his at bat, he went from 0-2 count to fouling off a ton of pitches to finally 3-2 and finally found a pitch to hit out of the ballpark. Just a pure work of art. Any sort of minor league player has to watch that at bat because it was incredible. That's a, You got to watch a Brett Gardner at bat. Just fight it off. Fight it off until you can slap a single or get a juiced ball and hit one into the bleachers. I think it's funny that you think that um, I don't watch every Brett Gardner at bat. Uh, pro- who, who said I thought that? <laughs> who just said- making sure. I, Allison, I've known you for a couple of years now. I know that you watch every Brett Gardner at bat. Let's not kid ourselves here. So the other thing, too, about watching these old games, um, I did write a piece yesterday. Well, today, I guess it was. Um, that was published today on like some of the best games to watch while you're kind of in quarantine or, you know, in social distancing, whatever it is that you may be doing. Um, even just to have on in the background and stuff, because honestly, it gets me so excited for baseball season. But uh, I did write a piece on that and I'm working on one for postseason games specifically because obviously they have a whole different vibe to them. Um the problem is not all of them are full games on YouTube, but that's where I've been finding all of my uh, all of my baseball games so far. And it's been very enjoyable and I feel like a freak. But you know what? It's fine because it's fun. Honestly, that's it's better than what I've been doing. I've just been I, like I play a round of MLB the show. I, I caved and I bought it. I wasn't going to buy the show 20 because i got the show 19 and i barely ever played it because i was always i was at work or i came home and i was working on yankees stuff or watching the yankees game when do i have time to play a nine inning baseball video game now i got time that's true well it's not helping at all it's not helping yeah that's tough that's tough if anything it just makes me miss baseball even more I can't mm-hmm. go outside and throw the ball around because you're not supposed to go outside these days. And it's just, it's you're rough not out there. to go outside. I can go outside. True. You guys are fine in upstate New York. You can get all the fresh air you want. <clears throat> the only fresh yeah. air I'm getting these days is the brief walk from my apartment to the subway. 
Uh, I see. But listen, I didn't, I told you I didn't come out of my apartment for three days. So I got back from Florida and instantly I just locked myself in my room. I was like, nope, not doing this, not getting anyone sick. So yeah. Um, I guess we, we do have more Yankees things to talk about. Um, we do for sure. We have benefits for coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. What are those benefits? Because negative negative right here negative well we're gonna have so i actually do have one negative one big negative to go along with all of these things uh but we are gonna get some healthy players back when opening day comes eventually Woo-hoo! we're gonna get aaron judge back we're gonna get stanton back maybe aaron hicks who knows probably not luis severino but for the most part this would be nice to have those guys around. James Paxton, maybe he comes back. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. The other thing, too, I did hear is that this and, you know, I'm not sure how important this will be, but, you know, we do still have Domingo Herman. Um, he is suspended. Uh, basically, like this pushing it back is going to push back his return anyway. Because yeah, I think he's he has going, yeah, 61 right. games left. Right. So he's got obviously a number of games. So it's not like, you know, hey, let's push it until, you know, we can get another piece back in our rotation. No, that's not how it works. Um, Uh, The games actually have to be played for you to serve a suspension. (laughs) So who knows if we'll actually see Domingo Herman or if we freaking see Jordan Montgomery or Michael King or whoever else is in the rotation just crush it. We might not even see him again in a Yankees uniform. You just don't know. Wouldn't be the worst. Wouldn't be the worst thing. So um yeah i mean that's definitely definitely somewhat of a positive i think are you ready for the big fat negative that goes along with that though fine clint frazier can't catch a single break at all the yankees lose their two top outfielders two corner outfielders and it's finally clint's time to shine He's going to get some run at DH. Maybe he gets some time in the field. If Anduhar isn't shaping up in left field, he's finally going to get that run that we really need from him for a couple months, maybe. And then the entire league shuts down. The whole league. Clint Frazier was finally going to get a chance. And then the whole league's just like, "Ah, I don't think so, Clint. Why is he just so unlucky? Like, it just seems that every single opportunity just gets snatched away for some stupid, un- unlucky reason. Yeah. I mean, he had the concussion problems in 2018, and we lost Aaron Judge for so many games. Like, mm-hmm. Colin Frazier could have gotten 200 plus at bats that year. Mm-hmm. And he just, he couldn't because he couldn't play. And in 2019, Judge and Stan- Stanton misses the entire year, basically. Judge misses. A lot of time, too, with the with the oblique and perfect time for Clint Frazier to come up again. But on the very last day of uh, the very last day before the regular season, we go out and we get Mike Tockman, who then takes Clint's spot. It's just like he just can't catch a single break. I feel so bad for him. That's uh, I honestly I didn't even think about it at from this uh, standpoint. I was just thinking more of the people we were getting back. But yeah, that's ooh. That's un- that's just so unfortunate. I mean, you obviously know this offseason. He's been working very hard. Like I said, I freaking love his at-bats, his presence at the plate. Oh, he's great. He's great. Fastest hands in the league. Like, absolutely. He His swing, or at least uh, the contact point, reminds me pretty much of Mike Trout. 
Um, you know, not not comparing like his defense, obviously, to Mike. No, Trevor I guess or that, like that that is a player comp. He gets a lot based right. on his swing. Right, exactly. But the swing, the the quickness of the hands, the ability to get inside the ball, um, really, really impressive. And he's not even going to get an opportunity. It's like, was his first tryout just when he came back from concussion problems and had depth per- perception issues? That's not even fair. No. And we were finally going to get a chance to see. Maybe he can field again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But poor guy. And now Miguel Andujar is going to get more time to practice left field. So he's yeah. going to be even better defensively. And it's just, ah, oh, poor Clint, man. Poor Clint. Yeah. And I mean, the Yankees, when they got him, he was highly, highly touted. He was really far up there on the prospect list. He was really good. Um, I, I don't know, I think man. he was the fifth overall prospect. Or I think he was the fifth overall pick in the draft. I don't know yes. how high he climbed up the total prospect list. But. Right. I think, well, he was, he was the Indians top prospect. Was he not? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I think he was above Sheffield when we got them. Yes. We got them in that Andrew Miller trade, which was mm-hmm. a shame. I loved Andrew Miller. So oh, that was yeah, a good haul. Actually, Andrew Miller is on, uh, in one of my games to watch regular season games where he and Troy Tulowitzki battled it out. <laughs> Another former Yankee. Um, uh, can we really call Troy Tulowitzki a former Yankee? Listen, he wore the pinstripes for like two weeks. games, so let him have yeah. it. All right, all right. Uh, um, maybe, uh, maybe Phil Hughes should forward his old timers' day letter to Troy Tulowitzki. Here, man. <laughs> That's probably who they meant to send it to anyway. They know oh, Phil's yeah, coming absolutely. back. Phil's not out of the game quite yet. Like, hmm, is there another Phil they could have been sending it to? No. They got nothing. No. No, I got nothing. Um, And obviously we know that uh, two minor league players were tested positive for coronavirus. Obviously we have to talk about coronavirus because that's all that's freaking going on. Um, And my advice to all of you, like I am trying to do and what James is, well, can't do because he works, (laughs) um, is to freaking stay inside. Like just stop. I would love to stay inside stop like I had some people that I know that went out you know partying on St. Patty's well like the weekend and stuff and obviously close contact just being close to other people and then uh Monday we were supposed to have like a team meeting and they were like "Mm, yeah I don't think it's a good idea to meet and I'm like what 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 are you talking about So it makes me irrationally angry that people won't stay inside and won't, you know, just try and try and calm this down and stop this. Like, you know what? It's not a bad thing to be inside. You know, you get to watch old Yankee games. You can work out inside. You can sleep. (gasps) Yes. Sleep. That's a pretty good benefit. You could record a podcast. You You could do that too. You could come up with different commercials that the Yes Network should have run, which is something that we are doing right now. Mm, yes, yes. Can't reveal that quite yet because we haven't finished it. But <laughs> co-writing yes. an article yes. as a podcast. Woo! And the Yankees, obviously, right after everything shut down, were going to stay in Tampa until all of this other stuff happened. Um, and practice together, but it sounds like they they really can't um, at least practice together. They can still practice, but um, it's tough. I mean, if you think about it, 
they didn't quite finish their spring training. So now they're taking a break. And then they are they going to get a second spring training or are they just going to go I right think, into the I regular think they have season? To. I think they have to get a couple weeks to be like, all right, like right, let's ramp it back up. Right. Right. Because I don't think you can just go in cold and be like, yep, opening day, let's go. That is how injuries happen. And that's how 2019 became a thing. I mean, it wasn't like because of that, but it could be 2019 all over again. Not God. No, you know what? We got the 2019 injury problems are behind us now. The coronavirus took care of that. Obviously, the Yankees were the first team to get coronavirus in Major League Baseball because that's just the luck that we've had over the past Mm -hmm. year and a half. But let's just we'll put it past us. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's healthy when we get back. Clint Frazier's getting screwed again, but whatever. Well, listen, I got to tell you, though, I'm surprised that the first MLB player to get coronavirus is not Mike Fires because we all know the Houston Astros did this because literally – there's absolutely no way that this Houston Astros cheating scandal would go away unless something bigger happened. And ta-da, it happened. Who's talking about the Astros? Just two weeks ago, we were complaining about the Astros and how it would affect the sport. And now it's just like, Astros who? Let's not pretend like we're going to forget about that. When the league does come back, we are ready. (laughs) All we have now is a few extra months to really rile up the masses. Be like, baseball's coming back. Let's not forget that we got to tell the Astros to go fuck themselves. Mm. Yeah, I think everyone still remembers, especially baseball fans, because from what I've seen on MLB The Show, they're just hitting Astros players left and right. Oh, yeah. The opening, the opening to MLB The Show is like, it's a game demo that you have to play it until the game finishes installing and it's a matchup between the nationals and the astros so how do you kill all of this time in a game that doesn't matter in a video game that doesn't really matter you just hit as many people as you can when i was doing it the astros were beating me 27 to nothing i didn't throw a single strike every (laughs) single ball was thrown at somebody and i was like this actually kind of feels pretty good like, I could just put the controller down and wait for it to install and do something else. But, like, I'm really enjoying this. Jimothy, you are a gentleman and a scholar, and we appreciate your service. <laughs> All right. What else do we have on the Yankee front? Because if we well, – I'm planning on – I think we got to record every week. I think we got to keep it up. Oh, but yeah, absolutely. I'm really worried about what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> So I guess one of the things I wanted to talk about, and we could certainly save this for next week, um, or we could also dig into a couple other divisions and do some, you know, ah, interest I in like that. I like that idea. So I, I think that might be the way to, to go. a few guests. Ooh, possibly. Yeah. A lot of Let's people have get... nothing else going on now. <laughs> Let's see if we can get old timer Phil Hughes on here. Like, that would be incredible. I don't think he would like that if we if we message him and be like, hey, old timer, we want you to come on our podcast. Now, a podcast is something that young people listen to. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd, he'd like block that. us so fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I was interested in asking you, because I have my opinions on this and I'm sure other people do, um, Glaber Torres at shortstop. He's made a few errors. He's, you know, he's looked a little rusty. How concerned are you about that? Obviously, they don't really have a backup option at shortstop. Mm, 
I'll say I'm on a scale of one to ten. I'm at like a four. I'm not. I'm not very worried, but it is. Like I'd the, rather the, see make plays. You remember the appropriate scale? Oh yeah. Oh. Chad Green to it? unintelligible Tommy noises. Yes. So on a scale of Chad Green to unintelligible Tommy noises, I'm at like. Let's say I'm at a Dylan Batanzas. Hmm. Okay. All right. So I'm just we're gonna, I'm pretty, I'm pretty some, relaxed about it. At some point, we're going to have to make a graphic so we can describe all of this to everyone, like who's where on that scale. Ooh, that might actually finally inspire me to like look into learning how to make graphics because I always come up with really good ones. And then I try to tell Danny what I'm looking for and I can't <laughs> explain it. Like, I, like I'm trying to change the, the picture that goes along with us on iTunes. I want to change the picture to something that that looks like a little fresher, a little more not Phil Hughes old age. But I can't in my mind, I can't explain what I'm looking for. So I just got to learn how to do it myself and do it. Mm -hmm. Well, that could be an option. So it doesn't sound like you're very concerned about this Glaber Taurus. And why is that? Oh, it's just spring. He's been playing second base mostly for his time in the major leagues. Last year, he did play a lot of shortstop and he was league average. So I don't think he's ever going to win a gold glove over there, but I'd be perfectly fine if he's just league average because he's just that good at the plate. I got to tell you, after watching at least part of um, game four of the 2017 ALCS, I miss Didi Gregorius. Oh, he I was really so do. great defensively. That he was, was like so any ground smooth. ball that goes up there. Yeah. You just yeah. know it. he's coming up with it. Right. Um, okay. I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned, but I'm I'm trying to stay as, as Chad Green as possible because I do understand that, you know, he like you were saying, he's been at second base for a while. Really, when he was in the system, he went over to second base while he was there because they were like, we, this is where we, we see you being because um, they had Didi. They had that other option at shortstop. Um, so I'm just thinking maybe it's just rust, you know, getting used to the throw is longer. Um, you know, the position itself is different, different responsibilities. Um, so fingers crossed it's just that, but I was hoping we could see a little bit more of him obviously before the regular season started so that we could get a better idea of what to expect. Yeah. He's also someone who makes adjustments very well. I mean, you see it when he's at the plate, he makes adjustments pitch to pitch. And you say, oh, wow, that's like really incredible. Look how high his baseball IQ is. Like he understands, he really understands what he's doing up there. He's not just there to hack a bat. He's there to really dissect the pitcher and see what he can do with a good pitch. So why couldn't he do that in the field too? You're, you're very right. Thank you. Thank you for uh, Chad greening me down to that level. Yes, I am much closer to Chad Green now. I think I'm closer to say Stephen Tarpley. I don't know what his personality is like, but given his age, I seem he probably has a very quiet bullpen voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have to make that scale. I'm very intrigued because I could see Glaber Torres kind of being down there too, you know? He's pretty yeah, chill. chill. Yeah. yeah, he's chill, dude. Um, you know, up near up near Tommy, I CC Sabathia, like angry. <laughs> you know, he's got to be on the list too. Oh, you know what we're going to have to get it's going to have to branch off. We're going to need two different scales. Oh, is the cat coming? Is the cat coming? Yeah, she's right here. I just trying not uh, to get to get her not to step on my computer. Hello. <laughs> oh, at least she's back. We didn't have her oh. last week. 
That's there 40 minutes is. in. There she is. There it is. Okay. There it is. <laughs> uh, well, she's yeah, gone we, now. We need, we need a second a second scale now. We need an anger scale, and we mm-hmm. need... um. We'll call it the crazy scale for Tommy Ooh. Canely. And Chad Green is just a zero on both sides. I guess, I, okay, so I would say, yeah, an anger scale and a freakout scale. Like a okay, freak out is good. Freak out. Yeah, that's what yeah, I would that's better than crazy. Um, I like that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I mean, then we got CC and Brett Gardner up there in the angry scale, <laughs> but like Brett Gardner's kind of got to be like up towards the top, but not really like kind of in the middle of the top tier. I put him at like a seven. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah, I've seen people that's... get angrier than Brett Gardner. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then Aaron Judge is like way down there because he's like. Mm. He gets angry, but when he does, like, it's very like, like yeah, it's yeah, it's like a calm, like intimidating anger, not like a, you know, that's for you, bitch anger. Yeah, he doesn't. Aaron Judge doesn't threaten people. He just stands above them and talks to them in a stern voice, a stern but fair voice. Ooh. <laughs> that's <laughs> honestly, I'm just picturing that in my head. And yes, yes, this works. Wow, we are. Oh, this is going to be. A long break without baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, get used to it because we just don't know. We don't know anymore. Um, I don't even want to talk about dates that it's going to come back. Honestly, any sports. Um, My boyfriend, uh, someone posted a picture or a video of like the marble racing, you know? I loved that video. That was was exhilarating. So, So my boyfriend... I, you know, someone shared it on Facebook and he goes, oh, my God, the Marvel Olympics. Yeah. Like I have a T-shirt for my favorite team. And I like text him. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I watch them all the time on YouTube, which is true, because one time we were at trivia and it was playing on the TV and he literally could not focus. He was watching that. And <laughs> so. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, no, this is fine. So we're gonna. I'm gonna talk to Larry since I have no sports to gamble on. I'm gonna talk to him and be like, "Hey, man, just out of curiosity, what are you hearing about the next Marble Olympics? Who's who's a favorite? Maybe there's a maybe there's an underdog at like seven to one odds. Maybe the green marble. That's it's a good pick. It's a value pick. Like I'm just not sure whether to be embarrassed or like super proud. <laughs> right now, I would say super proud because that's the only thing we have. You're right. You're right. Oh, so sad. All right. Well, I'm really proud of us for getting to 40 minutes. Yeah, that wasn't bad at all. And the cat showed up. So and the cat showed up. We did our Um, job today. Yeah. So if the people are also proud of us for getting a full 40 minutes of content out of literally no news whatsoever, maybe leave a five star review. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just saying this would be a really good opportunity for us to, you know, get paid could be could be um and i think uh in the future too you know we'll discuss a little bit more and let you know in advance but i'm sure we'd love to do like a mailbag you know getting some questions mailbag would be sick yeah maybe as the season gets closer when things are actually happening although i did see news today that um giancarlo stanton did on field batting practice today that's that's great phenomenal news also, one more not so great thing. Uh, that report that came out about Aaron Judge really testing the limits of how much he can lift. I don't care for that. Uh, let's just 
there, we got so much time, man. Just please get healthy. We don't need yeah. you. We don't need you going Luke Voigt in the weight room right now. We just need you to rest. Just be, just be okay when it's time to be okay. Just get a good book and sit in the bathtub and like Maybe be a guest on a podcast. Who knows? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, baby. Just like calm, stay calm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up there before we lose our minds any further. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's already been lost, but you know what? It's fine. already gone. Already I got to keep watching my baseball game, so I'll continue to live tweet. Yes, please do. I will be following closely. Let me know how Sonny Gray finishes out that 2017 game four. Absolutely. I think the best way to live tweet is to pretend like you don't know the future. So during the 2001 World Series, it basically, I was like, ah. Kurt Schilling has a most punchable face in baseball. Sure won't be seeing this guy again. Well, I hate well Kurt we all Schilling. know. I hate Kurt Schilling. He's like the worst human being ever. Actually, that's a lie. Aubrey Huff is the worst human being ever. But that's, you know what? That's ne next week's topic. We yeah, hate Kurt Schilling and Aubrey Huff. Yeah, all the, all the ex-players we hate on Twitter. That's good. Oh, that's genius. You nailed it. All right, see you next week. All right, sounds good. <laughs>